Trust me. But Josiah and Zechariah, just a small little series before we start next Sunday morning. This is a little preview type Christmas thing, but next Sunday I'll break out into uh, some different Christmas stuff. Actually, next Sunday is a message that I've already worked on on the, on the Word. It's called, the series is going to be called Jesus. It's all about Him. Jesus is all about Him. Amen? And that book that we have called the Bible is really all about Him. And that this Christmas thing, it's all about Him. Amen? Yes or no? And so we're going to talk about that next week. But today, let's look at the book of Zechariah. Zechariah is in the Old Testament. He's a prophet. Many people would, unless you're an avid reader of the Bible and even a student where you're really studying every book, it's a book that a lot of people won't know a whole lot about, okay? And I, I encourage you to read your Bible, get in your Bible. If you need a Bible, we have them at the office. Uh, if you can't afford it, we're going to give you a Bible, period, okay? If you can, they're like $11, and with all kind of study helps, and it's in a language you can understand really clearly. We have them at the office, right, Dina? Do we have a decent supply? You got some here as well? Great. They're ten bucks. They're ten bucks. I think we, we, we lose a buck on every one of them. That's what we want to do. We want to do that. Amen? Say. And if you can't afford it, then we're going to take eleven and give it to you. Amen? Because we love you. You matter to us. Okay? So, and even like the book of Zechariah would have some little study helps in there. But let's go to this message, Rod. So the name Zechariah. Now, this isn't the Zechariah that's mentioned in the New Testament during the birth of Christ. That's Z-A. This is Z-E. Okay? Different. This little book in the Old Testament means, Zechariah's name, say it with me, means what? God remembers. One more time. God. Aren't you glad God remembers you? Aren't you glad He remembers you? Because of the blood of Christ, God remembers you. Amen? That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Aren't you glad God remembers you? That's what his name means, Zechariah. Just call me Zechariah, amen? That's a good name right there. Now, the book of Zechariah, help me now, was written how many years? 500 years before the birth of Jesus. Our country, we're not even 300 years old, are we? No, okay. Now, with pilgrims and everything, we are. We know that. But the bottom line is... 500 years. Think about history that's changed in the last 500 years. Craziness, isn't it? It's insane. Okay, so just imagine 500 years before the birth of Jesus, there's this prophet of God. Not a whole lot's known about him. But he gives some prophecies about Jesus who's coming in 500 years. Crazy. I love this kind of stuff, by the way. Zechariah prophesied, say it with me. Seven things, one more time, seven things about Jesus Christ. Seven. Seven things about Jesus. And I want to look at them this morning with you. Let's just look at them. We're just going to have this little Bible study time. You all right? Say, I love this stuff. Okay? The first two come out of the same verse. This, this prophet said Jesus will be a servant. Now the Son of God, the King of kings and Lord of lords, the Messiah, the Anointed One, you wouldn't think that God, who created everything, who could zap you at any moment, who could throw Satan out of heaven, <laughs> would be a servant. That's not the way we would think about God. I don't think we would think like that. And a lot of things Zechariah said 
the Jewish people missed because they had this image of God and view of God. But here's what he says. Hear now, O Joshua the high priest, thou and thy fellows that sit before thee, for they whom men wondered at, say it with me, for behold, I will bring forth my servant, the branch. Now when you're studying prophecy, it's just that. It's prophetic. It has to be studied with Scripture and other Scriptures to sometimes to see it. Now, the thing is, this was written 500 years before Christ. Now we have the New Testament, so we can see the fulfillment a whole lot better than they could even see, ever see it. Amen? You understand that? So he will be a servant. Well, that's what Philippians says. In the Philippians it says, say it with me, but Jesus made himself of what? No reputation. He did what? He took upon him the form of a what? Servant! And was made in the likeness of men. Zechariah, 500 years before Messiah, before Jesus would come, prophesied he'll be a servant. Hear me? Amen? 500 years. Number two, by the way, there are 333 prophecies in the Old Testament about Jesus. Can you say 333? 333. There's 333 prophecies in the Old Testament about Jesus. And most all of them have come to pass, except future millennial prophecies in the kingdom. Crazy. Well, this guy, right, he's got seven of them. <laughs> Amen. Seven of them. So the last part of this verse, it says, point number two this morning, Jesus will be a what? A branch from the roots of who? Jesse. So the Messiah, Jesus, the anointed one, when he comes, this is 500 years before, when he comes, he's going to be of a certain family. That's pretty good right there. Say yes or no. With all the families of the earth, he tells you which family, which family line he's going to come through. He's going to come through the roots of Jesse. He's going to be a branch out of those roots. And that is David's who? Father. King David's father. He's coming from that line. And that's what he says in the last verse. Say it one more. Right here. I will bring forth my servant. Say it with me. The? He'll be the branch. Now let's look at some other scripture. Isaiah said it this way. Another prophet. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of who? Jesse. And a what? Branch shall grow out of his roots. And that branch is our Savior Jesus. Amen? The one born in Bethlehem. Okay? And this is prophesied. And again Isaiah says, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that rise to reign over the Gentiles. And by the way, look at that last part. In him the Gentiles will what? Well, this is craziness. In the Old Testament, the Gentiles were considered dogs. They, were not the, uh, they didn't worship the true God. But here it says that this one that's coming, this Messiah, and this is, a, this is a big problem with the Jewish people at that time and the Jewish leaders. They didn't want to have a thing to do with the Gentiles. Yes or no? But the one that's coming in Him with the Gentiles trust. Guys, that's you and me. Amen? Our Savior will be Jesus Christ, the branch, and we're going to trust in Him. Keep pushing me, buddy. So, we've seen two of the seven already. Y'all right, say? You're like, wow, He's moving today. Don't get, don't get too excited yet, okay? Come on, how many have not had coffee yet this morning? You haven't had coffee. How many of you really like some coffee right now? Well, you're not getting any right yet, okay? I'm a bad person. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> Did I tell you that nine times a little five-year-old? <laughs> yeah, here we, every 45 minutes, she's counting. Eight, nine, here we go. Jesus, number three, that Zechariah talks about. Say that one with me. Jesus, or the Messiah, will be the what? Now, you've got to keep in mind, this anointed one, this Messiah, is going to come as king. And he's going to set up his kingdom, the Jewish people were teaching and believing. And it's in the Scripture. And we wonder sometimes, how did they miss Jesus? Well, because he came in a way that they didn't think he would come. I think the church does it. I think we act like sometimes people, we, we think we should act a certain way. And we should be acting more like this. A servant, lowly, a smitten shepherd, humble. Did I lose you or not? Arrogant. We come across as arrogant instead of serving. Judging instead of kind and lowly. Are y'all hearing me? So we don't want to just pick on the Jews back when Christ came. we got plenty of picking we can do here. Yes, yes or no? Amen? That's why I sort of shove it down your throat here. We love Jesus and we love people. You matter. You have value. They matter. They have value. I know you think I'm driving you crazy when I do all this stuff. But that needs to be our message, guys. Yes or no? So he'll be the smitten shepherd. What? The king will be a smitten shepherd? Did you know this is why Islam rejects that Jesus was spit on, rejects that he was crucified? They reject that. Period. That's not how God is. Well, i got a big problem with that. Because that is my Savior. You're rejecting. Y'all hear me, yes or no? And when you do that, be honest with you, you just trashed my faith. Yes or no? He'll be the smitten shepherd. Awake, old sword, against my shepherd. Against the man that is my fellow, says the Lord of hosts. Smite the shepherd Say that with me. Smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. Let's see what happened. Isaiah 53 said it this way about the Messiah coming. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him and with His stripes we, we are healed. All, say this with me, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now, did that happen? We've got the New Testament. You know, this is like, well, Clark, this is crazy. Of course we know this happened. Just keep in mind, this was 500 years before. Y'all hear me or not? Jesus said in John 10, I am, say it with me, the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Did that happen? Was Zechariah's prophecy fulfilled? Absolutely. 
Number four. 500 years before. Number four. Jesus will make a triumphant entry into Jerusalem. If you've ever gone to Christmas plays and pageant plays, I used to run one for years. We did it for like 10 years running, years ago. And I was Joseph. And we had a donkey that we brought right down the aisle. It was my donkey. I'm crazy. If it's a good deal, I'll buy it, even a donkey. <laughs> Got that donkey for $100. But then what do you do with him? <laughs> so then you got to buy a house to keep a donkey at. It get expensive. Don't get a donkey. I'm just saying to you. <laughs> but anyway, but you know, if you've gone to these plays, you know, at Easter time, they, we cry, Hosanna, Hosanna, remember? And some of these plays will have the donkey and, and, and whoever's playing Jesus coming in on this donkey or with this donkey. Where'd that come from? Well, it came from Zechariah. 500 years before it ever happened. Are y'all hearing me? I don't believe that Bible. I don't know about that Bible. Have you lost your mind? How many things have you said? You ever predicted somebody's going to be born in a certain place of a certain family? In a certain? You ever done any of this? Some goofball can say one thing that's remotely close, and we call him an astrologer. Are you kidding me? This is Zechariah. This guy, 500 years. You know why he's saying this stuff? Because God's telling him. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Help me on this one. Behold, thy king comes unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly. And riding upon an ass, upon a colt and the foal of an ass or a donkey. That's crazy. How many years before? Can you remember what happened last week? <laughs> Let's read the New Testament. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethpage and to the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus to disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt. Five hundred years later, Loose them, bring them to me. And if any man say aught unto you, you say, The Lord hath need of them. And straightway he'll send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the who? And what's that prophet's name? Saying, Tell you, daughter of Zion, behold, the king comes unto thee, meek, or lowly was his word, and sitting upon an ass, the coal, the coal of full of an ass. You believe your Bible? When it says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, no man comes to the Father but by me, are you one of those that says, oh, no, just as long as you're a good person? You do it at your own peril. All, all religions lead to heaven. You do it at your own peril. The Bible doesn't say anything like that. You made that up. Did you hear me? Yes or no? There's a giant skill in heaven. If my good works that way, my bad works, I'll go to heaven. You're living in la-la fantasy land. Jesus did not send, Jesus, God didn't send His only begotten Son, prophesied over hundreds and hundreds of years. This is the way it's going to be. That's the way it was. And somehow you're going to rewrite history. Ain't happening. Yes or no? not trying to be ugly. I'm trying to get you to be real. 
and humble yourself like Jesus and accept the truth that this is the only way I'll ever get to God the Father. It's through this one right here that we celebrate at Christmas. It's all about Him. Amen? I love this stuff. Number five. Zechariah, 500 years before it ever happened, Jesus, say it with me, will be betrayed for what? Now be honest with me. If I'd have asked you a little bit ago, how many pieces of silver was Jesus betrayed for of by Judas? How many would have said 30? You would have known that answer. I doubt you'd have known it 500 years before it happened. Amen. Say, come on. And I said unto them, if ye think good, give me my price. And if not, forbear. Say it with me. So they weighed for my price 30 pieces of silver. Now we can read this now and it just makes sense to us. Imagine a Jew though that's reading this and studying prophecy and thinking Messiah is going to be King of kings and Lord of lords, and He is. But they missed this part of Him suffering and being despised and rejected of men and coming as a sacrifice for our sins. Amen? No more lambs. He's the Lamb. Amen? For 30 pieces of silver. Well, let's see what the Bible says. What happened 500 plus years later? Then one of the twelve, called Judas Iscariot, went unto the chief priest and said unto them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. I'll betray him. And they covenanted with him for, say it with me, thirty pieces of silver. And from that time he sought opportunity then to betray the Lord. Amen? Woo! Pretty good, isn't it? How y'all doing? Wonder why I do a message like this. To get you to have confidence. Confidence in the Bible. Confidence in the Lord. Confidence in His Word. Quit doing it your way. Humble yourself. Be born again. Put your faith in Christ. Now that you are a Christian, quit just living life your way. See what the Bible says. Walk that way. Y'all hear me, yes or no? You keep doing it. I'm like you. I keep doing it my way, which so often is the wrong way, and I just make a mess of it. That's why we do a message like this. You can trust the Lord. Amen? Say. You trust His Word. The Word is true. It's not a lie. Well, it's just written by a bunch of men over a bunch of many years. And you know, you can't trust it. Well, I trust it a whole lot more than you, Joker. Okay? Alright? Say. Come on. It's stuff like this that just really helps me. Now look at this one. Number six. Zechariah, 500 years before Jesus. Jesus, the Messiah, the Anointed One, will be what? What? You mean the Messiah, the King? How can that happen? That's the thing that the uh, Islam struggles with. He can't be God if this happened to him. God would never let that happen. What's written in the Word is prophesied, and it did happen. Let's look at it. I will pour upon the house of David, upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And by the way, upon the house of David, where was he crucified? Somebody tell me, in what city of the whole wide world? Where? Jerusalem. Isn't that crazy? It's a big old planet. 
the spirit of grace and supplications. Now, let's say this part with me right here. And they shall look upon me. Because God's writing this. Jesus is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. John says this. And the Word, say it with me if you know it, was with God. And the Word was. And all things were written by Him that were written. Okay? Got it? So this is God, Jesus. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This is God writing, giving this prophecy. That's why you see, and they shall look upon who? Me, whom they have what? Pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourns for his only son, and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his what? Firstborn. Now here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting about this prophecy. And I've told you before. Crucifixion wasn't invented yet. That's crazy. The Romans weren't crucifying people yet. That's how much confidence you can have in your Bible. Things like this help me when I don't know my own future sometimes. That God knows. Say God knows. God knows. And I've had issues in my life. Hard ones. But you know what? God knew. Gary, you just hush. You just take my hand. And you go with me. And, and we'll make it wherever we're going, okay? But you've got to trust me. Amen? That's what stuff like this does for me. Y'all hear me or not? Yeah, praise the Lord. This is a Christmas gift today. Come on. Good. Come on. So history, what happened? He'll be crucified. Was he? And he bearing his what? Cross. Went forth into a place, the place of a skull. I've been there many times. Which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. Where they crucified him, Jesus, and two others with him. On either side. Who was in the middle? Jesus. Crucified. Pierced. Isn't that crazy? Now let's keep looking. We'll go as much time as we can, Raj. We're doing pretty good right now, even though it seems like it's three in the afternoon, doesn't it? Come on, here we go. Come on. Here we go. Jesus, number seven, number seven. Say this one with me. Jesus will return to the Mount of Olives. Well, you don't believe in that Jesus coming again, do you? If somebody told me six out of six... And if I was a betting man, I'd put money on that man. How about you say? Six out of six? Five hundred years earlier? Took everybody by surprise? He'll come again. Okay? Look at it. Here's what Zechariah said. And his feet shall stand in that day. Say it with me. On the... How many have ever been to the Mount of Olives? Can I see your hand if you've been to the Mount of Olives? Okay, a few of you in the room. I've been many, many times. Dina, you've been? Where's your hand? Oh, she's outside. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's a real place. Matter of fact, there's a bad hotel that sits right on the top of it. 
I mean, it looks good. It's called, I forget the name of it, but uh, I've stayed there. And it looks like, ooh, I want to stay on the Mount of Olives. Because who can, I mean, come on, it's the Mount of Olives. All right? And you can see Jerusalem. You're up there. Wow. But the part they don't tell you this. It's in Arab territory. Oh, yeah. You're isolated. Controlled by Arabs. Not that I'm generally against Arabs. I'm not. Unless they're trying to kill us, then i got a problem with it. Okay? Yeah, I'd rather have other people. Can we have some other people than just me up here? Hey. Amen. Come on. So, anyway, there's lots of other places to stay. I'm just throwing that out. Here we go. His feet will stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the middle thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove toward the north. And half is going to remove toward the south. It's going to be crazy when he comes again. That mountain's going to split and things are going to happen in that area. And it shall be in that day that living waters are going to go out from Jerusalem. That's the biggest problem they have over there is water. The Jordan River, you've heard of it. It's just, it's not that much water. It's a small river. we got rivers like so much, even crazy compared to that river. Water's a big problem. But in that day, living waters are going to go out from Jerusalem. Half of them toward the former sea and half of them toward the hinder sea in the summer or winter. It's going to be in it. Okay, so. And the Lord shall be what? When he comes again, he'll be king over the earth. And in that day, there should be what? And his name what? Reminds me of John 14, 6 again. I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Reminds me of over in 1 John. He that has the Son has life. He that has not the Son has not life. Amen? There's one Lord. There's one salvation. Amen? Did you get it? Have you got it? Well, what happened? What, what about this prophecy in the New Testament? What can we see? Acts 1.8. Jesus resurrected. He's with his disciples. He's fixing to leave them. He gives the great commission. Over here he commissions them in 1.8. Look at it. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me in both Jerusalem did that happen? Yep. Judea. Did that happen? Yep. Samaria. Did that happen? Yep. And how about the uttermost part of the earth? Is the name of Jesus everywhere now, yes or no? Amen. I mean, there are certain pockets where we still need to reach people, but has the name of Jesus gone around this globe? Something has started right there in little Jerusalem. Now look at it. Amen. So Jesus even gives a prophecy of what's going to happen. And he's speaking to his disciples when he spoke these things they're watching him, listening to him. And while he was speaking, he was what? Whoop! He was taken up. Do I understand all this? No. I believe it by faith. I believe it because a prophet 500 years before said things were going to happen that I couldn't believe either. <laughs> and it did. So I believe this happened because the Bible says so. And I believe he's coming again because the Bible says so. Amen? Y'all hear me or not? And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received Jesus out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly, can you imagine? Oh, no!
They were looking steadfastly toward heaven as he went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing into heaven? Say it with me. This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, so shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go in to heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem. That's what he told them to do. From the what? Which is called what? 500 years earlier, he prophesied he would come again to that place, and that's where he descended from, and that's where he's coming again. Crazy. Jesus Christ will come again. His feet are going to stand on the Mount of Olives. Six out of seven of Zechariah's prophecies about Jesus have already come to pass. Say it with me. Number seven will too. What do we believe here at Fellowship Church? Not that we have all the right answers. We try to believe the Bible for what it says. Okay? I told someone today, this campus was built debt-free for the glory of God. And that we didn't promise you a miracle if you would give your money. Did we? Now we said if you we give because it's, a, it's the right thing to do, but it's also we want to give cheerfully. Amen? We don't want to rewrite the Bible. Amen? We want to teach the Word here. And that's what we believe. So what do we believe about the coming of Christ? We believe Jesus will come again. And we believe glorious day. One day He's coming. Amen? We sang it this morning. But I believe Jesus could come at any moment. Six out of seven, guys. Done. Amen? Seven will happen. When will He come? I believe in the imminent return of Christ. I believe He could come in. I don't think anything else has to happen for Jesus to come. But we need to keep living instead of just looking. We need to look for the Lord's return, but we need to stay busy and working and, and work for the night's coming when we can't work anymore for the Lord. Amen? We need to be watching, though, too. Watch for signs. Watch for things like that. That's why I believe more than ever Jesus is coming soon. I believe that. That's the way I'm going to live my life. Amen? Yes or no? That's the way I want to live my life. Sometimes I screw it up, but I want to do that. Amen? So, Zechariah. Now, we'll just take a couple of minutes, Raj, and we'll quit. I'm going to do something different today. I'm going to read a little bit more here with you and talk, but in the second hour today, I'm going to go over chapter 8. Chapter 8 is about Jesus coming again and the millennial reign of Christ. It blew me away many years ago. It reminds me so much of us, Fellowship Church. And I want to show you what the Lord gave me out of this passage. Because I think one day Christ will come and He'll rule and He'll reign and He'll bring peace. But you know what? I have Him in me now. So I believe what's prophesied in the future, I can get some taste of that right here. Y'all hear me? And you'll see it. But so anyway, so chapter 8 reminded me so much about what we're seeking to do right here. Keep looking. Push. Chapter 8. Again, the word of the Lord of hosts came to me, Zechariah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion with great jealousy. I was jealous for her with great fury. Thus says the Lord, I am returned unto Zion. 
and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem when he returns. And Jerusalem shall be called, say it with me, say it with me, a... Now that spoke to my heart. And the mountain of the Lord of hosts shall... Of the host, the holy mountain. City of truth. Keep looking. Push me. Thus says the Lord of hosts, there shall yet old men... Say old men. And old what? Dwell in the streets of Jerusalem. And every man with his staff in his hand for very age, because they're very old. Old men. This spoke to my heart. I don't know if you're catching my drift. I'm going to talk about the next hour. I want to be a place of truth right here. And you know what we have in Inglewood, Florida? We're a lot of old men. A lot of old women. And that's not a slam. We have young too. I'm just saying to you, this spoke to my heart. This spoke to my heart. I want Fellowship Church in this town to be a place that Jesus can look at and be proud of. Amen? Say. That he can say, hey, this sort of reminds him of the when I'm coming again. That's what I want it to be here. The streets of that city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets. Boys and girls are going to be playing. I've been able to see this with my own eyes. A property that never was a building, anything like that. And I'm able to see young'uns play. Matter of fact, we're going to have a park full of them today. Do you get my drift? Not saying we're the kingdom. Don't go out of here saying I'm not saying that. But why not, if we are the children of God, if we have the Holy Spirit of God, why can't, why can't we walk in righteousness? Why can't we have a place where, where God is praised and glorified? Y'all listen to me or not? Now the problem is we're still fallen. We're still sinful. We still screw it up and mess it up. But you know what? I want to try to hit the mark as much as I can. Thus says the Lord of hosts, If it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people in these days, talking about millennium, should, should it also be marvelous in my eyes? Says the Lord of hosts, if it's marvelous what's going to happen in the people's eyes during when Christ comes again, God says, trust me, I'm going to look at it too and it's going to be marvelous to me. If you think it's marvelous, know that I think it's marvelous too. Amen? Thus says the Lord of hosts, behold, I will save, now I love this, look at it, I will save my people from, say it with me, the east country and from the west, or from the east and the west. I'll bring them. And they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem and they shall be my people and I will be their God in truth and in righteousness. So I'm going to save my people. And they're going to come from the east and the west. Do you see why this reminds me of what we do? I mean, if I was in Rockingham, I'd just be seeing people from Rockingham saved. But God has put me here where I get to see people come to Christ from all over the country, from the east and the west. I know this is the millennium. Don't get me wrong. I get that. But why can't, why can't I look at that and say, Lord, that's what I want to be now? Y'all hear me yes or no? Why don't we raise the bar a little bit? Thus says the Lord of hosts, let your hands be strong. You that hear in those days these words by the mouth of the prophets which were in that day, that the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid and that the temple might be built. You know that's going to remind me. Let your hands be strong that the foundation of the house of the Lord 
that the temple might be built. This is not the temple in Jerusalem, guys. Okay? This is Fellowship Church in Inglewood. All right? But I know one thing. We built it and we put a foundation in it and people are coming to the Lord here. Do you see how this sort of gets me? Yes or no? And before these days there was no hire for man, no hire for beast. Neither was there any peace to him that went out or came in because of the affliction. I said, all men against uh, his neighbor. When we built this place, before these days there was no one being hired. When we started building this place, guess what? Did you know the economy was in the, excuse me, the crapper? Nobody being hired. We were like one of the only jobs here. I'm not saying. I'm just throwing it out. Can you imagine why this touches me? Because of the affliction. Zechariah. Amen. Now guess what? We're going to quit right there. Next hour, you're going to see something that happens. If you want to stay, if not, it's going to be a great message. You can hear it online. Okay? But we're going to see what happens when people live like this. Like, like God's talking about. What happens in that city? Amen? And I've lost you totally now, haven't I? We quit, Rod. We've heard that God's Word is with you. Be quiet. Don't tell them. Stop. Amen. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's, let's go and praise the Lord for His Word this morning. Amen. A little different today. I loved it. I loved it. Amen.